Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hello? Hey, Matt. Hey, how are you doing, doctor? Uh, I'm good. How are you doing, bud? Good. Good. So, uh, yeah, we're on a recorded line. I'll just chat in a couple minutes, see what kind of questions you want to talk about, and uh, then we'll get into it. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Sound I don't know if we were, like, going right into it. How do you say your last name so I have it correct? Uh, Fetich. Fetich. Okay. Yeah, nothing fancy there. Okay, cool. cool right. Cool. So, uh, what kind of stuff do you want to talk about there? Um, you know, I was I was looking through through your website. I really, you know, the the two things that you know I would like to cover, if it makes sense, is um, I recently came out with a book of my own, and uh, yep. hit Amazon. It hit an Amazon bestseller, and it's called uh, Build Your Brand Mania. It's how to transform yourself into an authoritative brand to attract your ideal customers. But for short, build your brand mania. And that book's really written for anybody that wants to trade on their name, right? So doctors, like lawyers, plumbers, like anybody that has like their name in the title of their business. Um, right. And so, um, you know, so I, I kind of put that together on personal branding. It's really uh, our story of how I've grew this agency because uh, I have no salespeople. And so, like, and I only had so much time as a business owner. And so I, I you know, I really believe in inbound marketing. And, um, okay. and so, you know, podcast, book, all that, all like, just like you, you attract yeah. people to you. And, and it's kind of the step-by-step book and podcast, that's that. my method. <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. that's cool. So, we can so, start with there. And then the, the other quick thing is I do have a podcast as well that uh, uh, I, I'm a recent co-host, but it's been going for 10 years. And uh, nice. it's about it's about SEO. It's called the Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. And um, and so yeah, book and podcast is a good uh, inbound lead generation for, for for us as well. And so those those are kind of the two topics if it makes sense to cover. But I can really cover anything yeah. related to internet marketing. I don't know what you wanna what you wanna yeah, cover. Yeah, that sounds or what great. Wanna... Yeah. How do I say your last name, Matt? Uh, Bertram. Bertram, pretty easy. Bertram. All right. All right, you ready to go? We'll figure it out. No problem. Sounds good. All right. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. We have a really special guest today. We have Matt Bertram on the phone today. And Matt is a author, a podcast host, and all sorts of experts at inbound marketing. So if you're listening to this, you understand inbound marketing, and that's authoritative inbound marketing. Uh, things like listen to the podcast, the books, and these kinds of things to bring customers to you instead of you pushing out into the environment. And this is kind of the way that all the top marketing and, and experts are going this day and age. is more about inbound than pushing out there. But we'll get into that in a little bit. But, Matt, thanks for being on the show today. Dr. Fetish, thank you so much for having me. I, I think you're really uh, 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 someone that they can follow. You've done this exact thing of what I'm talking about in my book. Um, your website looks great. You have a number of different resources. So uh, you're pretty familiar with uh, online marketing and how to utilize it, it looks like. 
Yeah, absolutely. So we'll get into all that good stuff. And yeah, we're definitely on the same page as far as marketing. But tell us a little bit about your background story, how you got into this, and um, you know, kind of start at the beginning for us. Absolutely. So uh, I'm with uh, eWeb Results. We're an online marketing agency based out of Houston, Texas. We've been in business since 1999. Um, business has grown quite a bit. Uh, but really how we grew it is a little more unique than other agencies. We really built it as an online business, right? So a lot of our customers are across the United States, um, but as any business owner knows, there's only so much time in the day, and you can only commit to doing so many different things. So one of the things we looked at leveraging was uh, one, automation, as well as, um, you know, projecting that brand and, and reaching as many people as possible in an efficient way. And so really we built the agency just like uh, we would build an online business. And, um, you know, uh, there's a number of different facets that are out there with it, whether it be the book or the podcast. But my personal background, I actually started as a pharmaceutical rep uh, and uh, had a lot of success there, moved into, um, you know, uh, recruitment and phone sales, uh, that sort of thing, and really started to see uh, how email marketing uh, could help me get my job better, uh, done more effectively. I think uh, for anybody in there that's familiar with sales, you know, the fortunes in the follow-up, and there's only, again, so much time in the day. How do you give the same customer experience or the same experience to every prospect uh, with you know, you talking to, to multiple people a day, I, I really started to see uh, the advantages of building like email drips and, uh, you know, text message drips to engage with people and kind of give everybody that personalized experience, even though I didn't have the time to do it all manually, if that makes sense. Yeah, it seems uh, you're really ahead of your time. It seems like only the last couple of years. I mean, we've always heard about it a little bit, but it seems like kind of mainstream the inbound marketing and you know, authoritative is kind of the big new word. Everyone's you know building authority and all these kind of things. And things have certainly changed a lot, but you seem to be really, really ahead of the curve on that. So tell us a little bit more about you know inbound marketing, what you mean by that, and authoritative marketing. Well, you know, a funny story about inbound marketing. Uh, HubSpot actually coined that phrase a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, there, there was, there was a, there was a kind of a space in the market and, you know, it's kind of the blue ocean strategy, I guess, of, um, you know, trying, trying to find a niche that somebody else hasn't dominated, uh, the term in on marketing, they actually created that and, um, and they've really have a, a good <laughs> sales and marketing department and, and they've grown that, but inbound marketing is a way to, uh, or attraction marketing, there's a lot of different terms for it, but it's to uh, gener- put out content and p- put out really the key is uh, providing value in this new economy. It's providing value first, having people resonate with you, uh, with that value, I guess, and then attracting them to you. And, and a lot of it is 90% of all searches on the Internet are informational-based searches. And so People are trying to figure out how to do different things, find different things, buy different things, what have you. And so it's really an information search. And so if you can be the one to kind of show them uh, how to achieve their goals or that you've already achieved what they're looking to do, um, a lot of times they will follow you. And, you know, like I said, uh, we were a little bit ahead of the curve. Uh, Podcasts are now pretty hot. Uh, we are teaching a course on, on uh, how to do podcasts. We're actually starting to get into uh, 3D podcasting now. Um, 
You know, yeah. so I think that that's kind of the next wave, and YouTube's looking for content creation. But, yeah, we've been doing a podcast. This will be our 10th year. And, um, and so uh, we discovered really early on that um, for people that were driving in their car or working out or uh, just uh, people weren't reading as much anymore. People were more because we're trying to uh, – we're in such uh, our busy lives, we're trying to multitask. And so uh, a lot more people are listening to content. I, I know when I came out with uh, Build Your Brand Mania, uh, you know, I was sharing that with, like, family and friends, and we were kind of launching the book. And a lot of people didn't read it, <laughs> and uh, you know, and I, and you know, this was my uh, personal personal network, and you know, they're like, man, I really want to read it. I haven't got to it. Like, you know, I read a couple pages, I read a couple chapters, and you know, I really wrote the book to 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 provide value. And and if I wasn't providing it on a medium that uh, was effective then I needed to look at my distribution channels. And so uh, from that point forward, I pretty quickly uh, got it on audiobook, and it's really taken off. It's on, you know, Amazon and on Audible, and, and I've seen some real growth there. So we got to, when we look at online marketing, and, and even to just kind of open up the discussion for online marketing, um, people interact with the Internet very, very differently than they did at, in the days of, like, say, dial-up, right? Um, people used to read every email. Uh, people were afraid to put in credit card information online. People would just call you to, or, or check to make sure you had a website and go, oh, okay, they're a legitimate business, and then they would call you to do business with you. The way people have interacted and transacted online has completely evolved, and it's continuing uh, to change. Um, one really interesting statistic uh, is by 2020, so one year away, 80% of all content online that's going to be consumed is going to be video content. Yeah, that's for sure. We've been seeing that shift more and more for years and years. It's definitely all about video, that's for sure. Uh, a couple of things you hit on there I wanted to hit up on a little bit. One thing about a book, I wanted to pause a little bit on that. You know, publishing a book and having your own book out there is still a really great way to build authority. I know people think there's, you know, a lot of books out there, which is true, but, you know, to the general public, it's a great way to build authority still. But I think what you hit on real quick, I want to talk more about is, you know, just because you publish a book and publishing a book is easier than ever, although some of these changes with Amazon, maybe not so much, but um, it's super easy to publish, but getting anybody to buy it, A, and then read it, uh, B, is, is a lot trickier. So tell us a little bit more about that, getting people actually read and buy your book. Yeah, so it was kind of funny. I, I'm a I'm, I'm a real avid reader. Uh, I try to read a book a week, or I, I try to read at least an hour a day, uh, usually at night or early in the morning. So it's kind of part of my daily routine, and and I feel like it it gives me a lot of insight and knowledge in in a lot of different areas. So I actually read three books about how to write a book before I wrote a book, <laughs> and <laughs> there you um, go. and. Uh, because you know, I was like, uh, "This is a big endeavor. How how do I how do I do that?" So there's really, I, I wrote a, a chapter a month. I treated it as like a longer blog, and basically was writing one blog a month uh, for 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 a year. And boom, I had a book. But you know, one of the things too is, you know, why do you have a book, and what was the intent behind that? Books actually make, and I'm talking a good book. I'm like a, like a John Grisham, uh, you know, New York Times bestseller book. The life of the book, on average, makes thirty thousand dollars over the, over the life. So, like thirty years, 
it, it, it makes only like $30,000. So, you know, that's why uh, these writers are very prolific because they have to put out so many different books. Well, the intent of a business owner uh, to write a book is to, I think, establish that authority. Um, you know, there's really a difference between being an expert and being an authority. I, I talk about that in my book. Uh, so go check that out if you want to know the answer. Just kidding. Uh, but, uh, but um, you know, uh, I think that, um, you know, you've got to really think about what the goal is to write the book. And, and really, um, the book is, if you really think about it, it's a, it's a long-form sales letter slash sales piece that people don't throw away, right? So if you hand somebody a book, people denote value out of the book. If you give somebody a one-pager on your business, you know, what's going to go in the trash first? You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, we're, we're kind of ingrained to know that books and library are knowledge, just like I'm sure you tell chiropractors, uh, you need to wear the white coat, right? The white coat denotes authority, and it denotes influence, um, and, and we're just ingrained in that as an early age from from teachers and doctors and parents to, to follow, uh, you know, authoritative brands. But, you know, yeah, I think a book uh, really differentiates you. Uh, it, it helps, uh, or I've seen it personally, uh, getting uh, speaking talks in front of groups. If we're looking to maximize our time, you know, meeting with patients or prospects or customers or w- whatever category you're in one-on-one, um, you know, you're, you're saying a lot of the same things. I think that that's why the ability to, to leverage technology where uh, you do a webinar or you do a podcast or you speak in front of a group uh, gives you massive leverage in your business to get, get your, your message, I guess, out there, for lack of a better word. And, you know, it I took me a year to write this book, and, and there's a ton of knowledge on uh, personal branding involved, and I can just hand it to somebody. You know, and I think that there's some some real power in that to be able to share knowledge uh, in that way. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, books are definitely uh, a differentiator. And I do think that there's a differentiator between ebooks and print. There's something about having it in your hands that makes it a lot more uh, like, I don't know what the correct word is, but but stability or solid. That's why when you see like business cards, if someone's ever given you a business card, um, those kind of more heavy-duty business cards denote uh, a little more strength and a little more uh, like they're they're just more solid. I guess that's, I know that's not the right word, but I think you you and your audience kind of understand uh, what I'm saying by that. So there's there's a lot of different cues that we're wired as human beings to uh, to, to pick up on, and and that and that's why. You know, people come out with hardback books versus uh, softcover books. I mean, or at least that's one of the reasons is because uh, it, it denotes more kind of permanence or strength, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple other really good points you had in there, too. And, yeah, uh, someone just asked me if they should do just the Kindle or paper, and, and I told them both, like you said. But, yeah, I just did uh, the Dan Kennedy Info Summit a little while ago, and they really a lot of these info marketers who are supposedly online only and digital and like everybody in the Dan Kennedy world is just saying, you got to have everything in print, you know, a physical book and still put your audio products on a CD and mail them. And people still want physical things they can touch, especially if they're spending money on it. So that was a really good point in there as well. And 
I was also, I think it was at Ken McCarthy's seminar, and they were saying, you know, biz, a book is basically the world's greatest business card, right? And it's the best business card you have in a book. It's, uh, you know, it's not there to make you money. Like you said, people think they're going to publish a book and they're going to get rich, and that's, uh, that's not true. It's, it's a really great business card, which is a good way to look at it as well. It's absolutely good stuff, too. And then the other thing, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, the one thing I just wanted to quickly add is, uh, Dr. Fez, you really hit on something that uh, is a personal thing that I believe in. Like, so I, I just hired someone to do some bulk mailing, and I know for chiropractors, sending out those postcards and, and, and reminders are, are super important. But I ran into a direct mail company uh, here in Houston, and we were having some conversations. I was looking for a provider uh, to do some stuff actually for our business and a client of ours. Uh, and they didn't know who Dan Kennedy was. And for me, that was a deciding factor to say, if they don't know who Dan Kennedy is, uh, what rock are they under? Um, I really don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel confident that they have the foundation or the training. I've read, I think 11 of his books. Right. And so like just, he, he really, uh, is brilliant. I mean, he is, he is just brilliant. And, and he's like, I guess, I don't know if he's the godfather of direct mail, but, I mean, I would consider him uh, up there. And, you know, if you don't know who he is or you haven't bumped into some of his content and you're in the direct mail world, like, I got a real concern of, like, yeah, it's, a, what, it's a good litmus you know test, I mean? right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's a litmus right. test. I've, I've talked to marketing people, try to sell me marketing, yeah, to ask him and uh, – yeah, especially I remember I started following him 15, 20 years ago. He's still relatively famous, but by now, if you haven't heard of him, yeah, you're you're under a rock. Or you're not reading real direct mail. That's gonna a real direct response stuff that's gonna really help you with the business. So that's that's a good point as well. Um, so what else are you talking about in there? So yeah, another thing I wanted to get your opinion on too, and it was just actually one of Dan Kennedy things. We had this conversation, and so I was saying down there, sales line, building authority, and having a book is, is great for getting inbound leads, which is good. But the other thing people don't realize. Like in a doctor's office, you know, somebody read your book already and they come in for a consultation, you know, the odds of them accepting your care recommendations, paying and referring have gone through the roof because you've built that authority. So like we had this conversation at Dan Group that, you know, I have trouble closing the sale and all this stuff and, and kind of everybody said, you know, you're too far down the pipeline. If you built authority in the beginning, we wouldn't be in this situation. So kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, that thought. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about how building authority is going to help, you know, close more sales or get more patients, et cetera. Yeah. So, so. Quickly, just uh, to give uh, everyone a background, a little bit of a, like our onboarding process, because I think drinking your old Kool-Aid is super important. Um, so, you know, we put out the free content, the podcast, the blog, books, all that sort of thing. Uh, you know, do a lot of stuff on, on Facebook and, and, and everything else. And those are to get people into, I guess, the, the funnel process or the, 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 the prospecting process. Uh, we do something and, and that... If someone's come through our funnel, right, if someone's been exposed to our content prior, that call, that initial consultation call, goes completely different than if someone found us on Google. So we're, we're, we're ranking very well for a number of the key terms we want to go after, uh, and we should since we're an SEO agency. Um, but, you know, uh, those leads that come in, if, they, if it came in through, like, Google My Business or they just research us and they're kind of – going down the line and they're getting quotes and they think, you know, internet marketing is a commodity, uh, just like chiropractic, people think it's a commodity. I think, you know, with anything, there's a bell curve on, you know, quality and, and you know, people denote what they know and personal references. That's another thing. Uh, 84% of people view 
a testimony online or a review online equal to that of a, of a personal friend, 84% of people. So the power of uh, uh, referrals and references is super important. Uh, I think we got like 106 on Google. And so a lot of people call us because we have a lot more than other uh, agencies in our local area. And they call us, though, but still I haven't, we haven't established that, that, that real authority or credibility on the front end. And, and they're real skeptical, and they're like, our next step, and that's what I'll tell you, is our next step is we do something called a profit plan. It's, uh, you know, we, we, and we charge money for it. It's a 100% money back guarantee. It applies against services, all that. But, but the thing is, somebody that's coming through uh, our process and has ex- been exposed to our content understands that process, and it's like 15-minute call, maybe 30-minute call, and they're like, okay, cool. And they move forward with it, and that trust is already there. If they come in through the website, oh, my gosh, like it could be an hour call. It could be like and we've had to work on ways to say, hey, this is our next step. And they're like, what? Before you give us a quote, we have to do a consulting session with you. And, um, (laughs) you know, like uh, a a number of uh, people that have been doing doing this a long time uh, in our space were like, hey, that's not going to work. Like, um, you know, I, I don't think you should do that. People are not used to that. And, and, and my response and, and kind of how we, our solution was, was we, we the AIDA funnel, the Attention, Interest, Decision, Action Funnel, we just keep going further up the funnel. Like the more they can find out about us, and, and there's data to support that. And so we really run a lot of Facebook ads, not a lot of AdWords ads, because AdWords are like coupons, right? Um, and then Facebook is really that building a brand authority. If they do research after they've heard or seen our brand before, um, they uh, are, I think it's three times more likely to not select us. Uh, I think there's data associated with selecting you too, but they're three times more likely to give you more weight. So when they see a brand they recognize, I mean, look at like why the people that run for president run for president. It's typically brand recognition, right? And so, um, you know, the more that people know about you, and then when they do their due diligence, they find out information about you that they kind of know, like, and trust you, um, it changes the direction of the call completely. So to just, I guess, answer your question uh, really succinctly is if people come through our funnel, uh, the, the sales process is very smooth, moving them to the next step. If they have never heard us before or they haven't even checked out our website, they just came in through, like, Google My Business, uh, you know, we're starting fresh with that person, and we have to educate them and share with them, you know, why they should select us. And that process takes a lot longer, um, you know, when that happens. And I think that that's true for, for, for every industry. I mean, also another thing, just a quick side note, you know, write a book about a topic that, you know, you want to be the authority and you want to make sure, like, right, Dan Kennedy, riches in the niches. You know, small business owners for Internet marketers is not a niche. You like got to, you know, like like you, you got to niche down into something you're expert in, something you know, um, to, to really be effective. And, you know, if they cure, if they have like some kind of uh, procedure that they've done or something that's unique to them and they wrote a book about it. And even if that's on the coffee table and they see that they wrote a book when they're in the waiting room, it's going to it's going to have an impact. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, absolutely. Huge impact. Yeah, and it changes the whole conversation probably with your business or even, you know, even just doctors. You know, most of our 
if they come in, they've seen our YouTube videos, they've gotten a book from us, and, you know, we were positioned in the office, you know, positioned us as an authority, and it's more, you know, do we want to accept you as a patient, not like a lot of other offices are begging them to come in. It's like, yeah, well, should, we, should we decide to accept you? And it kind of flips the whole script on them, which is really, you know, helpful and solves a lot of problems. But, yeah, building authority up at the front end solves a lot of problems at the back end, and a lot of people are trying to solve those back end problems and, and kind of got it all backwards there. So uh, tell, tell us a little bit more about your podcast and uh, some of the other stuff that you got going on. No, absolutely. So uh, podcast is uh, the unknown secrets of internet marketing. Uh, really, we kind of discuss uh, on a real technical level. Okay, uh, so it's not necessarily a beginner's podcast. In uh, all the aggregated lists we're on, uh, we're number one podcast for like advanced SEO. Uh, so you know, we definitely mix it up. And we talk about different articles, and we do some different interviews. We had the, you know, uh, founder of Search Engine Journal on. Um, you know, so, you know, we talk about everything under the sun from AdWords to SEO to some of the new trends like geofencing and Facebook bots. Um, beacon advertising has been something that uh, recently, I don't, I, I don't know, a quick story. We got like this beacon in the mail from Google, and like, it was like sent to us unannounced and we opened it up and we're like, what is this? And we were <laughs> I've like, I've heard a little bit about this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, so we were like, what is this? And then like, it was like five steps. We like turned it on and we were like, okay, this is cool. And we did a bunch of research. And then real quickly after that, someone called in and said, Hey, and one of our clients says, Hey, I got this beacon in the mail. Do you know how to use it? And we were like, <laughs> no, we don't know how to use it. And so then we did all this research and we did a podcast about it. Um, and, and then from that, we've actually landed uh, two clients, and we told them, too, we were like, hey, you know, we don't know how to do this, um, but we've done a lot of research on it, and we've done it for ourselves, uh, but also there's probably not a lot of other people out there that know how to do this either. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but they're like, You're but better they're than like, rest. Yeah. They always so try like, new we, stuff out, too, you know. It doesn't always work out, but you try the new stuff, and sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. That's what makes some people successful and others not. And, and I think that that's a real. I think that that's a real takeaway, right? I think that if you're looking at trends and people go, "Oh, it's too late to get into internet marketing. Everybody's doing it." Man, the internet's young. It's constantly evolving, and new things are happening all the time. I mean, look what happened to Snapchat. Okay, like, um, you know, and I don't know how how much your audience is involved. Maybe some of their kids with Snapchat, but Snapchat was a big platform. They had the these stories on there um, that that was really popular. And then Facebook, uh, which owns Instagram, put stories on, on Facebook and on Instagram. And, like, people almost overnight start, stopped using Snapchat. And also, if you look at, like, Fortune 500 companies that have been around forever, I think one of the good examples is, like, Kodak, right? They didn't, like, really make the change in the digital. And, and so, you know, understanding, like, where things are going is really important. And if you're in the place to kind of – Try out some of these things, and sometimes, you know, they might fail. But, man, sometimes, you know, and you never want to uh, invest too much. Even Google does kind of this 80-20. They have, like, 80% working on core products, and then 20% of the time they want them to work on kind of kind of out there stuff. But, you know, yeah. if it makes sense for your business and you jump on that wave and you ride that wave, I mean, you're going you're gonna to go into the stratosphere because there's no competition. I think with, like, videos right now and live broadcast when the, that algorithm shifted two years ago people that started doing that are so much further ahead and then everybody else 
is forced to do it to kind of catch up. You know what I mean? So if you can be one of the um, early adopters, there, there's definitely some advantages of that um, if it makes sense. But, yeah, sometimes it doesn't always work out. We're, we're looking at, like, video podcasting, uh, 3D podcasting, virtual reality podcasting right now because I, I do believe that might be um, where it's going to go. I got an Oculus for, for – uh, uh, over the Christmas break. Oh, and, nice. And, there you go. And uh, and it, it's just amazing uh, where it's going to go. I think it's going to be the whole iPhone app store again, you know, all the app uh, ecosystem. It's it's pretty amazing stuff. So Very cool. Yeah, yeah, some great insights there. And, you know, just the new stuff works and the old stuff still works too, and SEO and pay-per-click and reviews and all the stuff that's been around for a while still works as well. But there's always new stuff to check out and try. And, yeah, if you go back to Kennedy, too, it isn't always, the, you know, the medium, but we got to, you know, so what's the strategy, what's the content behind it, and, you know, which medium you're using doesn't matter all that much anyways. It's really what's your strategy and how you know how to market, and the medium changes, and we just change along with it. But uh, so this is some really great information. If people want to get in touch with you, check out your podcast and your book. Tell them how we get in touch with you. Sure. Uh, if you want to find me on social media, it's Matt Bertram Live. Uh, but if you go to Best SEO Podcast, I'll take you to our our uh, podcast page on our website we're syndicated out on all major channels so if you're on itunes or uh, stitcher or you know spotify or whatever just unknown secrets internet marketing uh or eweb results and then my book uh, build your brand mania it's a amazon bestseller uh it, it, it we're selling it right now exclusively on on amazon but if you want to find out more about the book if you go to buildyourbrandmania.com uh you that's our our book funnel and you can kind of uh, check that out. If you're building your brand, utilizing your name, uh, this book is custom tailored for you. So I'd encourage you to go check it out. Yeah, very cool. I just got the audio book. So very cool. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, Matt. All right. Thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Have a good Thank one. Thank you. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.